1: Welcome to Guru Organic Energy First Quarter 2021 Results Conference Call and Webcast being recorded today, March 17, 2021 at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode. Following management's presentation, there will be a question and a session open to financial analysts only. Instructions will be provided at that time for you to queue up. questions. If anyone has any difficulties here in the conference, please press star followed by zero for operator assistance at any time. Guru's press release, MD&A, and financial statements are available in the investor section of its website and on SEDAR. During the call, the company may refer to certain non-IFRS measures. Reconciliations are available in its MD&A Also note that all financial figures are expressed in Canadian dollars, unless otherwise indicated. I would also like to remind you that today's presentation may contain forward-looking statements about Guru's current and future plans, expectations and intentions, results, level of activity, performance, goals or achievements, or other future events or developments. As such, Please take a moment to read the disclaimer on forward-looking statements on slide two of the presentation. I will now turn the call over to Carl Goyet, Guru's Chief Executive Officer.
2: Thank you, operator. Bonjour à tous. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our first quarter earnings call. Joining me this morning is our CFO, Indy Sarak. Peru continued to show strong momentum in the first quarter of 2021 and has already made important progress towards achieving its 2021 growth objectives. Despite stricter COVID-19 measures in place in most of our markets throughout the course of the quarter, we achieved record sales of $6.6 million, representing 24% year-over-year growth, as well as gross margins of 62%, a significant achievement in the current context. Sales growth in the U.S. also resumed with 25% year-over-year increase in constant dollars, a sign that things are picking up south of the border. These results continue to reflect our strong performance in our markets and the consumer shift towards plant-based products and better-for-you energy drinks. During the quarter, we continued to execute on our near-term growth plans and further increased our point of sales outside of Quebec. Recent, swi- recent wins have increased Our total points of sale by 5,300 to over 21,000 in various channels across Canada and in the U.S., representing a 34% year-over-year increase. In Canada, we're actively growing our presence into the high-sale velocity convenience channel. Subsequent to quarter-end, we launched our products in Circle K and Winx. We will also be launching in Underrun, Husky, Petro-Canada, Nees Atlantic, and McEwen Petroleum locations in Ontario, Western Canada, and Atlantic Canada in the coming weeks. In total, this brings uh, our number of point of sales in Canada, excluding Quebec, to over 4,500. Our 2021 goal of having over 5,000 point of sales in Canadian markets outside of Quebec is well within reach, and we expect to surpass this goal this year. These launches will will be supported by marketing activities by the banners in which we have listed, and in order to increase our brand awareness in these new markets, product launches will also be supported by our own methodical sales and marketing strategies, which will be rolled out starting in the month of May. In the U.S., our energy drinks are now available in 2,800 new doors, including in over 2,400 Rite Aid retail pharmacy locations across the United States and various grocery chains, increasing our presence from 8,700 to over 11,500 point of sales in this market. This will also significantly increase our presence on store shelves in our California target market, where Rite Aid has over 500 locations, while also increasing our brand exposure in 16 other states. Increasing our presence in the health and wellness-centric pharmacy chains reinforces our brand's positioning as a healthy alternative in the energy drink space. So more to come on this front. Furthermore, in the last few weeks, several of our U.S. banner partners have been ramping up trade marketing activities in support of our products and increasing shelf space, which would also help drive U.S. sales. Additional product listing activities in all of our markets are ongoing, and we have other commitments in place, under discussion. We expect to confirm an under, uh, a number of additional listings in both the US and Canada in the near term as our expansion activities progress on plan. Looking now at online sales, these continue to perform very well, driven by evolving consumer behavior and demand for healthier functional products during the pandemic. This will continue to be an important channel going forward With the shift to online accelerated by the pandemic expected expected to remain, and we have allocated funds in Q1 towards increasing consumer awareness and reach in this B2C channel. On the operational front, the proactive measures we have taken in place that we have taken to strengthen and diversify our supply chain have proven effective with our supply chain activities running smoothly in support of our continued expansion. Finally, the Guru team has also been busy onboarding over 20 new employees in the last weeks and months to round out our sales and marketing teams. I will now turn the call over to Inji to discuss our results in more detail before providing concluding remarks. Inji, over to you.
3: Thank you, Carl, and good morning, everyone. Despite stricter confinement measures during the holiday season, and especially in Quebec, which was the object of an 8 p.m. curfew, we generated record revenue of 6.6 million an increase of 24% compared to 5.3 for the same period last year the increase reflects continuous strength of the Quebec market and an acceleration of our sales growth in the US with a 25% increase in constant dollars in large part driven by online sales gross profit totaled 4.1 million compared to 3.5 million a year ago Gross margin remained strong versus our competitors at 62%, compared to 66% for the same period last year. The decrease in gross margin was primarily driven due to an increase in promotional activity to keep our pricing competitive in the context of industry-wide promotional activity. It also reflects higher product costs, driven by increased demand for ready-to-drink beverages since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic. As I mentioned last quarter, we have been proactive in dealing with pandemic-related pressure on the supply of raw materials and to support our future growth. We are maintaining higher inventory levels as well as segmenting and shifting some of our production to different geographic areas, both in North America and Europe. We expect these pandemic-related margin pressures to remain throughout fiscal 2021. was 4.7 million or 71% of sales compared to 2.9 million or 54% of sales for the same period a year ago. The increase is primarily due to expansion plan-, plan setup costs and additional costs associated with operating as a public company. As expected, adjusted EBITDA was negative in Q1 since we started investing in our expansion plans. Adjusted EBITDA decreased to a negative 0.4 million from earnings of 0.6 million due to a higher SG&A partially offset by the increase in gross profit. Near-term profitability will continue to be impacted as we ramp up our expansion plan. Net loss was 0.6 million or 2 cents per share compared to a net income of 0.4 million or 2 cents per share a year ago. Guru continues to have a strong financial position to fund its expansion activities. At quarter-end, we had cash and cash equivalents of $26.4 million, and unused Canadian dollar and U.S. dollar denominated credit facilities totaling about another $4 million. Looking at the ongoing impact of the pandemic, it remains difficult to assess how COVID-19 will continue to impact our business going forward. Although The steady increase in vaccination rates is a big step in the right direction. But near-term, many restrictions impacting retailers and consumers remain in place, including the curfew in our core Quebec market. So this may continue to impact short-term sales velocity. At the same time, our new launches and online sales growth should continue to generate a positive impact on our sales going forward. Thank you. I'll now turn the call back to Carl to discuss our strategy going forward.
2: Thank you, Angie. As outlined on slide nine, which provides an overview of our growth strategy to capture the greater share of the $15 billion energy drink market, our focus focus remains on three key sales channels. Convenience, which represents the highest sales velocity in our category, grocery and drug, which expands our reach and brand awareness while aligning with our health and wellness positioning, and online, which continues to grow in importance for today's consumer. Our plans over the upcoming quarters are to, firstly, continue to focus on growing the velocity of our sales in our Quebec core market, for which our goal is to double our sales within the next four years. This will be achieved through continuous targeted marketing and promotional campaigns, as well as product innovation. Secondly, grow number of doors and market share in Ontario, Western Canada and Atlantic Canada in the higher Velocity convenience channel. Our recent listings in this channel, adding 2,400 doors, are an important step. We are well within reach of our 5,000-door objective in Canadian markets outside of Quebec by the spring of 2021. We expect to not only reach but surpass this objective, so more to come on this front. Thursday continue to push our growth in the U.S. market with a focus on California. The recent wins with Rite Aid pharmacies, which adds 2,400 new doors, with a significant portion of those in California, supports this objective. We are also in ongoing discussions with other chains, as well as with convenience store distributors in California. As a reminder, California was intentionally selected as our entry market for the U.S., given its demographic and consumer profile, including strong demand for natural plant-based beverages. Lastly, with regards to online sales, we have invested in customer acquisitions in Q1 to grow our base, and we will continue to do so in the coming quarters. We expect that these initiatives will continue to have a positive impact on this sales channel in the current fiscal year. As a newly listed com- public company we are growing corp- with a growing corporate and brand profile, we are proud of our accomplishments in early 2021, having already increased our total point of sales to over 21,000, especially in the midst of an ongoing pandemic. We will continue to work hard to expand the presence of our organic plant-based energy drinks across North America as we aim to fulfill our mission of sharing good energy while cleaning up the energy drink industry. We will accomplish this by continuing to increase our presence in key channels and and by increasing the velocity of our sales with the support of methodical marketing activities. This concludes our formal remarks. I will now turn the call over to the operator for the Q&A.
1: Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, as a reminder, to ask a question, simply press star one on your telephone. To withdraw your question, press the pound or hash key. Again, that is star one. Please, start, please stand by while we compile the Q&A roster.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: Our first question is from uh, Martin Landry uh, from Stifo. Your line is now open.
4: Hi, good morning, Carl and Ingie. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Uh, congratulations on, on, on your uh, distribution wins in Canada. Um, you know, with, with, with now you have a distribution reach of over um, 4,500 doors uh, outside of Quebec. I was wondering if you can give us, uh, you know, an approximation of your um, ACV penetration you, you, you'll have in all of Canada once you've listed at these doors, and and also how does that compare to, to before? Um, well. Th-
2: I'll speak specifically, uh, Martin. If you allow me, I'll speak specifically to the convenience channel because this, is, this has been the focus of, of the announcement. Um, as you know, our presence in convenience channel uh, in the convenience channel outside of Quebec was very limited, close to zero. So we were starting from a very slow, low base. Um, if I look only at Circle K and, and Winks. Uh, they represent uh, they represent roughly uh, 25% of the Nielsen uh, the Nielsen universe in the CNG outside of Quebec. And then if I add the other the other banners that we named uh, that we announced this morning, we're probably looking at around uh, 45% of, uh, of doors in the convenience and, and gas channel uh, in Canada outside of Quebec. Now, obviously, uh, I don't know exactly the percentage of the volume that they represent, but considering they are the leading convenience and gas banners, uh, you should expect that the, they represent more than 45% of the volume
4: outside of Quebec. Okay, so so you've added roughly 60% of all the doors in the uh, convenience channel in, in outside of Quebec right now. 45%. Yeah. Okay. 45%. 45%. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh including circle K. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right, and uh you know on average um you know at these new doors, uh how many SKUs are you listing? Um and um you know can you discuss the timing of of the rollout certainly in the ones that you've announced uh, uh today? Yes. The
2: timing is uh, across the spring, right? So some, are, some of our products are starting to flow on the shelves right now, and some others are sequenced towards later in the spring. So it's all happening over the, the coming weeks. Uh, the SKUs, we are we are going in with our leading SKUs uh, in the single-serve format, right? So on, on average, it will be uh, five to six SKUs.
4: Okay. Okay. And... Um... You know, when these convenience stores are listing your products, um, are, are they displacing other energy drinks brands to make room for you, or, or are they increasing room that's allocated to the energy category?
2: It really depends on the banner. Right? As you know, the industry, um, the energy drink industry, has been, has been growing, right? and the energy drink is the leading category in the non alcoholic space so uh, from that front you, we see retailers continuously increasing the space they allocate to energy drinks right because the, the the energy drink contributes to a higher percentage of their sales so in a lot of cases uh, retailers are increasing let's say for example they they used to have two doors they'll increase and add another door for energy drinks or they'll have they'll add another shelf or two shelves and in other instances where space is more limited then, our listing come uh, at the expense of our of our competitors. It really varies case by case.
4: Okay, that's helpful. And maybe my last question um, you know you do mention in your press release that you expect sales to be uh, positively impacted by, by lifting of COVID measures in place. I, I was wondering if you could now that we've um, you know we've had a full year of, of the COVID impact. And maybe it's a, it's a difficult question to answer, but, you know, to, to your best, uh, the best of your knowledge, how much um, uh, has COVID impacted velocity at, at retailers, uh, you think, this year? That's,
2: that's a, the, uh, you know, it's, a, it's a tough one because the, the, the pandemic has, uh, has impacted many things, right? One thing we know is that it has impacted and moved to larger formats, right? So, so for example, multipacks are selling more than single-serve. Uh, well, the, it, as a percentage, multi-packs have, have grown. Right? It also has driven increased promotional activities in some banners or for some brands. There has been some channel shifts, but that's very difficult to, ma- to measure because the food, the food service channel and the fitness channel has been closed. Uh, we have never viewed uh, the, the, the COVID pandemic, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, as a positive thing for the industry or for our brands. So for us, we see very positively uh, the vaccination that's upcoming and the removal of the curfew and strict measures associated with COVID nineteen. Okay. Does that does right. that answer your question, Martin?
4: Yeah, no, I, I understand it's 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 not easy to quantify and I and I understand you're not a retailer, so I can I understand my question is is, is one thing is for sure, more that's general traffic. than everything. Yeah.
2: One thing for sure is that traffic in, in convenience stores was impacted, mm-hmm. uh, as you know, in the, by the pandemic. So we see more traffic in convenience stores is, is always
4: good news for us. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Thank you, and congratulations. Okay.
5: Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Our next question comes from Noman Sati with Lauration Bank. Your line is open.
5: Hi. Good morning. Good morning, Welcome. Noman. Um, congratulations on the partnerships that you announced. Uh, so, my first question is with regards to those. So, the partnerships that you announced uh, with On the Run and Husky, do they cover all of their, uh, you know, convenience store locations, or there are, you know, uh, there's a percentage of those locations that you have covered?
2: In it's in the very large part, um, the in all stores. So there might be exceptions with uh, some very small gas, small gas locations or gas kiosks in the language of the industry, but you can expect uh, the brand to be in most or if not the totality of Parkland and Husky.
5: Uh, fair enough. So it, it, it's it's uh, fair for me to address, uh, sort of say that your growth indoors now will come from additional partnerships, right? When you wait the 5,000 or, you know, excess of 5,000 doors, yes. that's going to be more partnerships.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and independence as well, Right. Because independence yeah. is is also a large part of, of uh, growth potential in experience and gas channel.
5: Okay, that's great. And just I'm curious that your uh, the door growth that you had was about 34%, uh, and but sales growth was about 24%. It has to do with that most of this uh, door growth happened at the end of the quarter.
2: No the door growth uh, some of it is upcoming exact in, in fact where it's happening now right it didn't happen in the in the q one it's oh. happening now or it's happening progressively over the next few weeks' oh, We haven't, okay. we so haven't fully seen the benefits of of the of these listings Yeah.
5: okay so so w- when you mention it in your press release the thirty four percent growth that's not quarter, o- quarter quarter over quarter like that's still happening right yes oh, okay yeah okay that's- it's after the quarter,
2: they are. Yeah, yeah they are confirmed. We are confirmed doors. Some of the those doors are, you know, in, in some instances, the product is already on the shelves, or it's in progress
5: happening right now. Okay, no, that's, that's great. There's a mix just, because
2: very, yeah, sorry, go ahead.
5: Yeah, no, please continue. No, it's clear.
2: I was just saying it's yeah. happening progressively, it depends on banner by banner and right? different banners execute their planograms at different times in, in the spring.
5: Uh, okay, that no, no, makes sense. And just about uh, your working capital, so understandably, as you expand, you know, those inventory build up, uh, is it something that's going to continue for the rest of the year as well, or you know, the bulk of it has already happened, or how should we think about it?
3: The working capital you, you're uh, the, about? the
5: inventory build up that you had.
3: Oh yeah, so the inventory build up is. It's linked also with our growth and making sure we have enough inventory on hand. Like you could see, so it's going to continue gradually, right, proportionately to our sales as well. As you can see, the increase, if you compare uh, Q1 versus Q4 last year, we did increase our inventory by 26%. Our sales grew by 24%. So we're, continuously to maintain, we're continuing to maintain healthy inventory, especially considering, like you saw in the industry, the demand for ready to drink beverages, and we're growing proportionately.
5: Okay, no, that's that's great. So it's going to continue that way. And just probably last on my end, I think I, this is just on. You've mentioned uh, some of the supply chain pressures in there. I'm just wondering if how serious are those pressures? I understand some of the raw material prices have gone up, but uh, uh, can they reach at a point where they can start impacting your sales, or you know, it's just the pressure is going to mm-hmm. be on uh, gross margins, just. Mm-hmm.
3: There is a pressure in the world right now, right in the U.S., with can shortages. However, I would define that our success in the supply chain now and moving forward, and in the past as well, was all about flexibility and agility. And that's because, we, first of all, we act proactively, and second of all, we we'll always make sure to work with various co-packers. So we're covered, right? We, whether in the U.S., whether in Canada, and whether in Europe. No, I'm very confident with our supply chain measures that we'll be able to support our growth.
5: Okay, no, thanks that for help? that color. Yeah, no, that's great color. Thanks for um, providing that. Uh, and once again, congrats on the quarter.
3: Thanks. Thank, Thank you.
1: No, Thank you. Our next question is from Amir Azat with Exxon. Your line is open.
6: Well, hi, Carl and Inji. Thanks for taking my questions and uh, congrats on a strong quarter.
5: Good
6: morning, Amir. Um, maybe if we should, if we could go back to um, the growth you've had in the U.S. and um, trying to quantify the COVID impact. I'm just wondering, if I'm looking at the U.S. growth relative to last quarter, um, how much of that comes from existing locations as opposed to um, new points of sales? I'd say... Uh...
4: I
2: don't have the exact number on, in, at hand, right? Because the, the growth in the U.S. is a mix of, uh, is a mix of online, right? On, online has mm-hmm. been strong, right? There has been new doors, uh, although all those new doors are not reflected in the Q1 results. Right? So I'd say it's a combination because new doors are uh, is, is not it's, – it's a constant thing in the U.S. because, there's, as you know, there's still a lot of opportunity for new doors. But we have seen velocity increase as well. Uh, in the in the existing doors, for example, when I look at uh, when I look at spins spins data, which is our our source for scan data over the last uh, the last twelve weeks, I see our sales of the scan data up by thirty percent in uh, in the U.S. and it's even stronger in in California. So for us, that's that's for us a, a strong measure of of velocity, but also increased distribution.
6: Okay, that, that, that's good color. Then. Okay, like sticking to the U.S., you know, like if I'm thinking about these splits going forward um, for, for for your e-commerce channel versus let's call it new brick-and-mortar doors, um, I'm assuming with Rite Aid and the new points of sales and so on, we'll see a gradual shift uh, maybe towards brick-and-mortar um, relative to online. And I'm just looking to get a sense of how how that may impact your margin profile. Or, or maybe it's not significant at all. But I'm, I'm just wondering if you guys are seeing that shift impacting you. Yeah, Angie, do you
2: want to speak to the margin yeah. profile?
3: Yeah. No, I honestly we're seeing the strong growth in online. That's something that's going to continue, right? It's going, it's going. And there's accelerated growth in the online channel, and also with the growth in the brick and mortar. No, I don't see it significantly impacting our
6: uh, our margins overall. Fantastic. So the splits between your online channel and um you know like new doors that, that should um, should should stay constant more or less. Yes,
3: because we're um, seeing accelerated growth in online. And it is something that I believe is there to stay, right? The consumers are evolving to online, they evolved much faster with uh, COVID nineteen and I think that's gonna remain.
6: Great, great. Then and- maybe another yeah, sorry, go ahead.
3: Just... No, it's okay.
6: No, but maybe I Ammer.
2: Yeah, we we this is an important channel for us, and that's why we've created a separate exactly. business unit. We've hired a, a, a specialist in e-commerce. He's an mm-hmm. e-commerce director reporting directly into, into me. Started in December, right? So this is something, e-commerce is something that we're taking very seriously. Mm-hmm. Right? We hope that retail retail brick and mortar mm-hmm. is is all. We expect brick and mortar to grow, but we also expect e-commerce to grow, and that's all we need. Built in our modeling
6: when we look at our margin. Mm-hmm. Right. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So then, then maybe another one on on your gross margin profile. Um, extremely healthy. Um, number one. Um, but you know, like if I look over the past few quarters, it sort of jumps like between 60 and 66%. Um, and I know in your prepared remarks, you mentioned that some of the recent decreases due to um, I think you guys said enhanced promotional programs. Um, and I'm just wondering, you know, like how should we think about the more margin profile over the next couple of quarters given all the new points of sales that you guys are announcing? Um, is that, you know, like 60% um, number a good sort of trough, or do you guys like expect it to go lower than that um, as you support like onboarding um, all these new partnerships?
3: Yeah. No, we actually expect uh, the 60% is a good number. We expect our gross margins to remain in the low 60s in fiscal 2020. And uh, right, we're going to continue to remain uh, competitive from a price standpoint because as a disruptor, we will continue to remain that way. And the same thing with our proactive measures that we're doing on the supply chain, where we're always working to improve the pricing of our raw materials and other costs that impact our cost of goods sold. So, yes, remaining in the low 60s.
6: Great. So then maybe one last one, and I'll pass the line. Um, more higher level, I guess, when I'm thinking about your product portfolio and SKUs. Um, you know, you had Matcha in late 2019, then you launched Yerba Mate in late uh, 2020. Um, so when we're thinking about new product development going forward, how do we think about that? Are you guys happy with your portfolio, or are we expecting to see, like, new launches over the next couple of years? Just high-level thoughts. Yeah.
2: No, innovation is in our DNA. We were the world's first natural energy drink since 1999. And our confidence in, in our ability to launch new innovation is building every time, right? We've launched two innovations in the last two years, two very successful innovations, uh, which is Matcha and Guru Yerba Mate. can probably say that Guru Yerba Mate is the number one product, uh, new product introduction uh, launched in the last year in convenience and gas and in uh, in quebec right if you look at the nielsen nielsen scan data guru yerba mate performs better than any other innovation that's been launched in this market and can in stores so again builds confidence proves the prove confidence it proves our ability to generate velocity and grow our brand and offer tangible differentiated products to consumers in in the market right so uh, more and more we see consumers they they want this type of innovation they want something that they understand that is different that is healthy and better for you. So you should expect more innovation down the line. I uh, can't, ex- can't tell you exactly what and when, but uh, this, is, this is part of our strategy and it's part of our DNA, as I said uh,
1: in the beginning.
6: Great. Thanks, guys.
3: Thank
1: you. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, this concludes our q and A. I I would like to turn the call back to Carl Goyet for his final remarks.
2: Well, I just wanted to say thank you, everyone. Uh, thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, oh, yes, and there's, there's another note. I just, I forgot. We, I would like to remind our, our, our shareholders that our virtual annual meeting is taking place this afternoon at 2 o'clock Eastern Time. Information on the AGM and how to attend can be found on our investor section of our website. So see you then, and thank you, everyone.
1: Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This concludes today's conference. You may now disconnect. Have a great day, everyone.
0: Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90 percent lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.